thanks for joining me today or in this session we're going to start in Job 18. Then Bildad the Shuhat replied, how long until you stop talking? Show some sense and then we can talk. Why are we regarded as cattle as stupid in your sight? Who you who tear yourself in anger should the earth be abandoned on your account or a rock be removed from its place? Yes, the light of the wicked is extinguished. The flame of his fire does not glow. The light in his tent grows dark, and the lamp beside him is put out. His powerful stride is shortened, and his own schemes trip him up. For his own feet lead him into a net, and he strays into its mesh. A trap catches him by the heel. A noose seizes him. A rope lies hidden for him on the ground, and a snare waits for him along the path. Terrors frighten him on every side and harass him at every step. His strength is depleted. Disaster lies ready for him to stumble. Parts of his skin are eaten away. Death's firstborn consumes his limbs. He is ripped from the security of his tent and marched away to the king of terrors. Nothing he owned remains in his tent. Burning sulfur is scattered over his home. His roots below dry up and his branches above wither away all memory of him perishes from the earth he has no name anywhere he is driven from light to darkness and chased from the uninhabited world he has no children or descendants among his people no survivor where he used to live those in the west are appalled at his faith while those in the east tremble in horror Indeed, such is the dwelling of the unjust man, and this is the place of the one who does not know God. Job 19. Then Job answered, How long will you torment me and crush me with words? You have humiliated me ten times now, and you mistreat me without shame. Even if it is true that I have sinned, my mistake concerns only me. If you really want to appear superior to me and would use my disgrace as evidence against me, then understand that it is God who has wronged me and caught me in his net. I cry out, violence, but get no response. I call for help, but there is no justice. He has blocked my way so that I cannot pass through. He has veiled my paths with darkness. He has stripped me of my honor and removed the crown from my head. He tears me down on every side so that I am ruined. He uproots my hope like a tree. His anger burns against me, and he regards me as one of his enemies. His troops advance together. They construct a ramp against me and camp around my tent. He has removed my brothers from me. My acquaintances have abandoned me. My relatives stop coming by, and my close friends have forgotten me. My house guests and female servants regard me as a stranger. I am a foreigner in their sight. I call for my servant, but he does not answer. Even if I beg him with my own mouth, my breath is offensive to my wife, and my own family finds me repulsive. Even young boys scorn me. When I stand up, they mock me. All of my best friends despise me, and those I have loved have turned against me. My skin and my flesh cling to my bones. I have escaped by the skin of my teeth. Have mercy on me, my friends. Have mercy. 
for God's hand has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does? Will you never get enough of my flesh? I wish that my words were written down, that they were recorded on a scroll, or were inscribed in stone forever by an iron stylus and lead. But I know my living Redeemer, and he will stand on the dust at last. Even after my skin has been destroyed, yet I will see God in my flesh. I will see him myself. My eyes will look at him and not as a stranger. My heart longs within me. If you say, how will we pursue him since the root of the problem lies with him? Then be afraid of the sword because wrath brings punishment by the sword so that you may know there is a judgment. Job 20. Then Zophar the Naamathite replied, This is why my unsettling thoughts compel me to answer. Because I am upset. I have heard a rebuke that insults me, and my understanding makes me reply. Don't you know that ever since antiquity from time man was placed on earth, the joy of the wicked has been brief and the happiness of the godless has lasted only a moment. Though his arrogance reaches heaven and his head touches the clouds, he will vanish forever like his own dung. Those who know him will ask, where is he? He will fly away like a dream and never be found. He will be chased away like a vision in the night. The eye that saw him will see him no more and his household will no longer see him. His children will beg from the poor, for his own hands must give back his wealth. His bones may be full of youthful vigor, but will lie down with him in the grave. Though evil tastes sweet in the mouth, and he conceals it under his tongue, though he cherishes it and will not let it go, but keeps it in his mouth, yet the food in his stomach turns into cobra's venom inside him. He swallows wealth, but must vomit it up. God will force it from his stomach. He will suck the poison of cobras. A viper's fangs will kill him. He will not enjoy the streams, the rivers flowing with honey and cream. He must return the fruit of his labor without consuming it. He doesn't enjoy the profits from his trading, for he oppressed and abandoned the poor. He seized a house he did not build. Because his appetite is never satisfied, he does not let anything he desires escape. Nothing is left for him to consume. Therefore, his prosperity will not last. At the height of his success, distress will come to him. The full weight of misery will crush him. When he fills his stomach, God will send his burning anger against him, raining it down on him while he is eating. If he flees from an iron weapon, an arrow from a bronze bow will pierce him. He pulls it out of his back, the flashing tip out of his liver. Terrors come over him. Total darkness is reserved for his treasures. A fire unfanned by human hands will consume him. It will feed on what is left in his tent. The heavens will expose his iniquity, and the earth will rise up against him. The possessions in his house will be removed, flowing away on the day of God's anger. This is the wicked man's lot from God, the inheritance of God ordained for him. Job 21 Then Job answered, Pay close attention to my words. 
Let this be the consolation you offer. Bear with me while I speak. Then after I have spoken, you may continue mocking. As for me, is my complaint against man? Then why shouldn't I be impatient? Look at me and shudder. Put your hand over your mouth. When I think about it, I am terrified and my body trembles in horror. Why do the wicked continue to live, growing old and becoming powerful? Their children are established while they are still alive and their descendants before their eyes. Their homes are secure and free of fear. No rod from God strikes them. Their bulls breed without fail. Their cows calve and do not miscarry. They let their little ones run around like lambs. Their children skip about, singing to the tambourine and lyre, and rejoicing at the sound of the flute. They spend their days in prosperity and go down to Sheol in peace. Yet they say to God, leave us alone. We don't want to know your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what will we gain by pleading with him? But their prosperity is not of their own doing. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. How often is the lamp of the wicked put out? Does disaster come on them? Does he apportion destruction in his anger? Are they like straw before the wind? Like, cha like chaff a storm sweeps away. God reserves a person's punishment for his children. Let God repay the person himself so that he may know it. Let his own eyes see his demise. Let him drink from the Almighty's wrath. For what does he care about his family once he is dead, when the number of his months has run out? Can anyone teach God knowledge since he judges the exalted ones? One person dies in excellent health, completely secure and at ease. His body is well fed, and his bones are full of marrow. Yet another person dies with a bitter soul, having never tasted prosperity. But they both lie in the dust and worms cover them. I know your thoughts very well, the schemes you would wrong me with. For you say, where now is the nobleman's house? And where are the tents the wicked live in? Have you never consulted those who travel the roads? Don't you accept their reports? Indeed, the evil man is spared from the day of disaster, rescued from the day of wrath. Who would denounce his behavior to his face? Who would repay him for what he has done? He is carried to the grave, and someone keeps watch over his tomb. The dirt on his grave is sweet to him. Everyone follows behind him, and those who go before him are without number. So how can you offer me such futile comfort? Your answers are deceptive. Job 22 Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, can a man be of any use to God? Can even a wise man be of use to him? Does it delight the Almighty if you are righteous? Does he profit if you perfect your behavior? Does he correct you and take you to court because of your piety? Isn't your wickedness abundant and aren't your iniquities endless? For you took collateral from your brothers without cause, stripping off their clothes and leaving them naked. You gave no water to the thirsty and withheld food from the famished while the land belonged to a powerful man and an influential man lived on it. 
You sent widows away empty-handed, and the strength of the fatherless was crushed. Therefore snares surround you, and sudden dread terrifies you, or darkness you cannot see, and a flood of water covers you. Isn't God as high as the heavens? And look at the highest stars, how lofty they are. Yet you say, what does God know? Can he judge through, through thick darkness? Clouds veil him so that he cannot see as he walks on the circle of the sky. Will you continue on the ancient path that wicked men have walked? They were snatched away before their time, and their foundations were washed by, away by a river. They were the ones who said to God, Leave us alone, and what can the Almighty do to us? But it was he who filled their houses with good things. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see this and rejoice. The innocent mock them, saying, Surely your opponents are destroyed, and fire has consumed what they left behind. Come to terms with God, and be at peace in this way. Good will come to you. Receive instruction from his mouth, and place his sayings in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be renewed. If you banish injustice from your tent, and consign your gold to the dust, the gold of Ophir, to the stones in the Wadis, the Almighty will be your gold and your finest silver. Then you will delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will pray to Him, and He will hear you, and you will fulfill your vows. When you make a decision, it will be carried out, and light will shine on your ways. When others are humiliated and you say, Lift them up, God will save the humble. He will even rescue the guilty one who will be rescued by the purity of your hands. Job 23 Then Job answered, Today also my complaint is bitter. His hand is heavy despite my groaning. If only I knew how to find him, so that I could go to his throne. I would plead my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would learn how he would answer me and understand what he would say to me. Would he prosecute me forcefully? No, he will certainly pay attention to me. Then an upright man could reason with him, and I would escape from my judge forever. If I go east, he is not there, and if I go west, I cannot perceive him. When he is at work in the north, I cannot see him. When he turns south, I cannot find him. Yet he knows the way I have taken when he has tested me. I will emerge as pure gold. My feet have followed in his tracks. I have kept to his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily food. But he is unchangeable. Who can oppose him? He does what he desires. He will certainly accomplish what he has decreed for me. And he has many more things like this, these in mind. Therefore, I am terrified in his presence. When I consider this, I am afraid of him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Yet, I am not destroyed by darkness, by the thick darkness that covers my face. Job 24. Why does the Almighty not reserve times for judgment? Why do those who know him never see his days? 
The wicked displace boundary markers. They steal a flock and provide pasture for it. They drive away the donkeys owned by the fatherless and take away the widow's ox as collateral. They push the needy off the road. The poor of the land are forced into hiding. Like wild donkeys in the desert, the poor go out to their task of foraging for food. The wilderness provides nourishment for their children. They gather their fodder in the field. They glean the vineyards of the wicked. Without clothing, they spend the night naked, having no covering against the cold. Drenched by mountain rains, they huddle against the rocks, shelterless. The fatherless infant is snatched from the breasts. The nursing child of the poor seized as collateral. Without clothing, they wander about naked. They carry sheaves but go hungry. They crush olives in their presses. They tread the wine presses but go thirsty. From the city, men groan. The, morning, the mortally wounded cry for help, yet God pays no attention to this crime. The wicked are those who rebel against the light. They do not recognize its ways or stay on its paths. The murderer rises at dawn to kill the poor and needy, and by night he becomes a thief. The adulterer's eye watches for twilight, thinking, no eye will see me. He covers his face. In the darkness, they break into houses. By day, they lock themselves in, never experiencing the light. For the morning is like darkness to them. Surely they are familiar with the terrors of darkness. They float on the surface of the water. Their section of the land is cursed so that they never go to their vineyards. As dry ground and heat snatch away the melted snow, so Sheol steals those who have sinned. The womb forgets them. Worms feed on them. They are remembered no more. So injustice is broken like a tree. They prey on the childless woman who is unable to conceive and do not deal kindly with the widow. Yet God drags away the mighty by his power. When he rises up, they have no assurance of life. He gives them a sense of security so they can rely on it. But his eyes watch over their ways. They are exalted for a moment, then they are gone. They are brought low and shrivel up like everything else. They wither like heads of grain. If this is not true, then who can prove me a liar and show that my speech is worthless? All right, so we're going to call it um, a, a wrap there. Um, but what I found um, kind of funny was it was in um, Job 19, um, verse 23. He says, I wish my words were written down, that they were recorded on a scroll. And, you know, I can't help but picture in my head um, him, um, he, you know, his friends secretly jotting this down to, you know, put in writing later on. That's all for today. Thank you.